What would I do without your smart mouth? Drawing me in and you kicking me out. You've got my head spinning. No kidding, I can't pin you down. What's going on in that beautiful mind? I'm on your magical mystery ride. And I'm so dizzy, don't know what hit me, but I'll be alright. My head's underwater, but I'm breathing fine. You're crazy and I'm out of my mind. Cause all of me loves all of you. Love your curves and all your edges, all your perfect imperfections. Give your all to me, I give my all to you. You're my end and my beginning, even when I lose, I'm winning. Cause I give you all of me And you give me all of you oh. How many times do I have to tell you Even when you're crying, you're beautiful too The world is beating you My worst distraction, my rhythm and blues I can't stop singing, it's ringing in my head for you My head's underwater, but I'm breathing fine You're crazy and I'm out of my mind Cause all of me loves all of you love your curves and all your edges all your perfect imperfections give your all to me i'll give my all to you you're my end and my beginning even when i lose i'm winning cause i give you Give your to me Give my all to you You're my end and my beginning Even when I lose, I'm winning Cause I give you all of me And you give me all of you
to start this one over and kill the vocals on it beautiful song of course normally i would have started already but there's something about this song all of me by john legend good evening everyone welcome to season three of days after dark thank you for joining me i'm your host moments with me days after dark is streaming live on qmzradio.com and johnoradio.com we have our live audience, courtesy of Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. Thank you all for joining us tonight. As usual, I hope you have your wine, rosé, brandy, or cognac, whatever your preference is. Let's leave our inhibitions at the door. Come on in, relax, and enjoy. We're here to engage in adult conversation, share experiences, and learn from each other. My co-hosts for tonight are Sinette, Rosolo, and Marlon. I am so grateful for all of you and grateful that you're on this journey with me. Couldn't have wanted more or better folks to do this with, so I thank you. And I'm just going to do a quick check-in with everyone here with me on Clubhouse. How's everyone doing? Let me go ahead and turn this down just a little bit. How's everyone doing? And let me start off again before um, by saying happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday, Javette. We love you and we appreciate you. Thank you for being here. How was your day so far? Thank you. My day was beautiful. I had a wonderful day. Thank you so much. And then we'll be honoring Miss Sunnet tomorrow. Yes! And then Miss Empress the next day. It's Gemini season. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You know, it's one celebration after the other. But you know something? I'm here for it. I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for life and everything that you all contribute to me into my life. I must say that. I've learned a lot from all of you. So thank you again. Thank you. It's reciprocal, Miss Moments. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sanet, how are you doing? How are you doing? I am good. I am actually at seven o'clock for a change. I am pouring myself a drink because I am off from work tomorrow. So I can drink it now. Early. Mm. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, this is yummy. Black okay. Girl Magic Bubbly Riesling. Try you it. need to send me a pic of that. Oh, yeah. for sure. This looks pretty good. Send me a But yes, yeah, good. Yeah. Yes. Hi, everybody. Hope you're having a great evening. <laughs> I think everybody's Rose Solo. How are you? I am here. Can you hear me? Yes, Hello, I can hear you. Happy birthday. Happy solar rotation. Happy Earth Strong, Chevette. Um, we'll be here for Sunet. Uh, moments, you know I love you. Good evening, everyone. I'm just happy <laughs> to be here. I'm having a great day. <laughs> um, I took off from work today. I I played I played hooky. Sorry. <laughs> You know something every now and again you do have to do that right yes definitely um, yeah I enjoyed it. that's I why a, you have pto days yes exactly exactly i needed to do the reset for a moment yeah. so yes, you know I'm burnout happy. is real and you have to hit that yeah. reset button 
Of course. And I think that's what a lot of people are forgetting. And we're seeing so many things happening right now. Um, and people forget that they need to rest their mind and need to rest their body. And yes. Take, you know, listen to yourself. Listen to your mind. Your of body tells course. you everything you need to do. You better so, yeah. believe it. You better believe it. Thank you so much for solo. Allison, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us again. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I am so happy that I got this room. You know, I've been thinking ever since the last room last Monday. I think it's the first time I listened in. I was so looking forward to being here again. And it just came up on my phone as a notification. So I'm happy I jumped in. I thought I might have missed parts of the show but i certainly wouldn't want to do that so happy to be here great evening i picked up my favorite chocolate chip walnut muffin um sorry brownie today and i'm ready to enjoy every morsel of it well wow now you have my mouth watering but thank you so much for thinking about us and coming and joining us again thank you so much Marlon, thank you. How are you doing? I know you were rushing to finish off some things to get here. How has, has your day been so far? Uh, man. Been busy, real busy, but I'm grateful and I'm thankful to see everyone here. Yeah. Uh, to have a good night. It's important. So thankful to for everyone here and much blessings and happy birthday, Ms. Javette, again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I know it's a pretty hectic day for you, so I do thank you for making the time to be here with us, Marlon. Appreciate you. All right. And, um, okay, is on the phone, Sabrina in the audience. If you'd like to come up on the stage, please raise your hand and we'll be happy to bring you up. Thanks again for spending your evening here with us. And to everyone with us um in Radio Land, QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to Days After Dark, Season 3 kickoff. We are so, 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 so happy, you know, that we're able to do this. Um, not many people get to live their dream. So I thank you for, you know, being on this journey, joining us. Even if you're just joining for the first season, we appreciate having you here. All right. Um, a little Keith Sweat, make it last forever. Let's make it last. Let's make it last forever and ever. Tell me you love me Let me hear you say you never leave me mm, Girl, that will make me feel so right Let me hear you tell me you want me Let me hear you say you never leave me baby, Until the morning light
Thank you again to everyone who is listening to us on QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. If you missed episodes from last season, no worries. The replays are available on JohnNoRadio.com. And for our Clubhouse crew, the past episodes are right here in Days After Dark. Here at Days After Dark, we believe that the building blocks of any relationship are communication, love, intimacy, friendship, and finance. We're starting off this season with two questions. How do you secure your relationship and how do you keep the fire burning? That Those questions, I must say, do fall under the umbrella of communication. And coming up later on, we also have In A Days, our relationship advice segment, where listeners send in um, advice questions. And that is, you know, hosted by Rosolo and Marlon. If you're in a relationship, looking to get into a relationship, or trying to get out of a relationship, well, you're pretty much in the right place. right back after the next song to get the conversation started but for now we'll just let mr keith sweat sing it out and here is adele singing her ballad remedy Finally breathe right before my eyes. I saw my heart, it came to life. This ain't easy, it's not meant to be. Every story has its scars, but when the pain cuts you deep, and when the night keeps you from sleeping. Just look and you will see that I will be your remedy When the world seems so cruel And your heart makes you feel like a fool I promise you will see that I will be, I will be your remedy you're just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com, welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments With Me, joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sinet Rosolo and Marlon. Just a quick PSA. This show is being streamed live on internet radio. And the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. You just heard Adele Remedy. Remedy. 
Tonight, we're asking the questions. How do you secure your relationship? And how do you keep the fire burning? Truth is, your relationship cannot be secured. But there are ways to feel more secure about your relationship. So according to Bustle.com, and I did pin the link at the top of the page for those who are here with us on Clubhouse, and if you're listening and would like to look, take a look at the article, if you're listening online, it is bustle, B-U-S-T-L-E dot com. So according to bustle.com, if you're someone who is used to being single, it can be difficult to feel secure in your relationship. Whether you're single by choice, just haven't had good luck, or even if you've just had a lot of bad relationships, Relaxing into being intimate with someone in a healthy way can be difficult. Being secure is a basic part of a relationship, but that doesn't mean it's easy. People have been cheated on. They don't feel they deserve to be happy or just don't know how to trust people. The trick is not to bring your relationship down while you're gaining that traction and that trust. A lot of it means taking a deep breath, being patient, and trusting your partner. But there are a few other tips to help along the way. Seven ways to make you feel more secure about your relationship. One, stop comparing yourself to other couples. I know that every couple secretly bitches about every other couple, but we shouldn't. It's often mean-spirited, and even if you start out feeling smug, if you spend all your time dissecting other relationships, it's only a matter of time before you turn the knife on yourselves. It's good to be realistic about what's happening, but you don't want to get obsessive. And never ever, I want to add this, never ever think your relationship is so perfect. Every relationship has its flaws. Focus on the flaws in your relationship. Fix those flaws before we start dissecting other people's relationships, saying what they should be doing and what they should not be doing, right? When we have our own issues to work out. So number one, never compare yourself to other couples. Stop comparing yourself to social media. This is just like comparing yourself to other couples, right? Um, But worse, because you're comparing yourself to the filtered version of other couples. It's bound to make you feel a little crappy, but try to remember that what's on social media is not always reality. In fact, a 2014 study in the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin showed that couples who post on social media often 
may be insecure about their relationship. I, I Let me turn the spotlight on myself and my relationship here for a second. I rarely post anything. And I'm not going to lie. I wondered if I was okay. If I was normal. I'm like, everybody's posting up their husband or their wife all the time. Or pics of themselves going here, going there. Am I missing something here? What am I doing wrong? I'm not going to lie. I thought about that. Should I be posting us? Should I? What, what, what am I doing wrong? But then. I had to remind myself, don't fall for the fad. Because, yes, there are happy couples, stable couples um, that post themselves. But then there are those who do a very good job of shielding what's truly going on. Pretty much like, you know, when you have to take a photo. Who remembers those childhood days when your parents would dress you up? dress and ribbons to match and socks to match and then you'd have to pose in this family photo and everything looks so perfect who remembers that and then they don't you know we don't see the chaos the chaotic mess that was going on prior to that photo coming together and looking so picture perfect oh my gosh he must be the most hands no he no no no. let me rephrase that you look at him oh my gosh he's the most handsome man he has to be the best husband or best partner ever you look at the woman she's drop dead gorgeous there they must have everything going for them and then you look at the children and here's something that would always get me everybody's child is a success story Nobody's child ever gives them one ounce of headaches or trouble. Everybody has a shining star for a child. That's what pictures do. They create an illusion. Well, so too does social media. So if you're looking to social media for the perfect relationship, you're looking in the wrong place. That's all I'm going to say. But yeah, I, I, I had to wonder for a second, is something wrong with me? Because I'm, I'm not posting happy or uh what you call it trigger happy with your fingers always click 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 no. there's nothing wrong with your moments you're normal you're normal it's the fake book people and the instagram guilty people that are insta gratitude people <laughs> that um <laughs> need to do some work but you are there's nothing wrong with your moments absolutely nothing my favorite if we digress, are the, the Christmas pictures with the family pajama pictures. Mm -hmm. But I know that the couple's like separated. You know, I just love that. I love that. I enjoyed that all holiday season. All the pictures. I'm like, aren't isn't he with some didn't I just see so no, you're there's nothing wrong with you. Absolutely. You are doing the absolute right thing by saving your peace and leaving your personal business off of social media, off of Facebook. And insta guilty and gratitude. Sorry. I there you go. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for solo. I tell you something. You know what's weird? And I will tell everybody this. If you come to our house and we're not here, you don't know what the owners look like. There's not one picture up of any of us in the house. Not one. 
I think we don't even have pictures on the wall. That's true. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Same here, but that you don't. I well. I, I grew up like that. that. Rosolo, think back to growing up. Yeah, I don't have it either. So I just thought about that. Wow. There hmm. is not one picture in my. You'd have to go in my parents' bedroom, and that was in later years. You would never see a picture of any of us up in that house. Um, it was in later years that my, my dad had two pictures blown up and put in the study right over their desk. Yes. Um, one yes. of himself and one of my mom. But growing up as a child, the pictures were always in albums in a drawer or in the very, you know, when you used to have to take the photos to get them developed or they were in the very envelopes in, there's a huge drawer in the study that all the photos are in. And I would say it was when um, I was probably my late teens, approaching early 20s, was when my parents actually put up pictures, but they're in their bedroom. I don't know. I can't explain it, Allison. It's weird. It is. And I, can I tell you something else? I struggle with taking pictures. I hate them. Hate it. Yes. It's painful for me. I really try. I hear that. I hate taking pictures. I, I swear it. I'm actually trying to embrace it more. Um, and that's just based on my own insecurities or discomfort with doing that. But I grew up with, um, I think we had, we had albums and then my grandmother's picture for her 90th birthday, we had a picture of that. So I think we were more celebrated people with pictures of them who weren't living with us. Um, so those were around the house. And then later on in life, I love pictures of my family around me. Um, but back to one point you mentioned earlier about the picture perfect family. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw the picture of the royal family for the Queen Elizabeth <laughs> managing her son, um, her youngest son who was misbehaving mm -hmm. and putting his hand in her mouth and like making faces at her. I know that I would have pinched him. <laughs> I would have pinched that child. First of all, that behavior didn't happen overnight. It's not the first time he's behaved that way. And to be on public stage and he's behaving, I would have either, he would have either had to sit next to his dad, but that was not, I, I feel for her there because he wouldn't sit still. He was slapping her. He was talking back to her. He actually put his like thumb up to his nose mm -hmm. and a face on her. I was like, this child, he was triggering me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we spoke about it this morning in coffee until, um, Allison actually, and I found it hilarious and here's why it's not funny because if it was my child, it would not have been happening. And it goes to home training. It really goes to that. It speaks to the home training. And I'm saying this because yes, at home. We allow our children to be, but at the same time, we discipline them. And thank God, let me knock on wood. Knock on wood. We have never had a bad report from anyone. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, your children are so well behaved. How do you do it? Oh, how do we do it? Hmm. Yeah. 
It's not easy, but we have to stick to our guns. You cannot give into a child's every whim and fancy. You just can't do it. Children have to learn to hear the word no. You know what's weird? Growing up, we weren't allowed to just say yes and no or shrug our shoulders. And to this day, as old as I am, it doesn't stop at yes or no when I'm speaking with my elders or speaking to my mom. It's always yes, mommy, no, mommy, or whatever I call her. Most times I call her by her first name. But it's yes, and I say her name, or no, and I say her name. Or if she's calling me, I'm like, okay, I'm coming, and I'm saying her name. And we do the same thing with our children. And you're talking to them. We have one who's a little stubborn where that is concerned. I'm going to be honest. But I have to keep reminding him, right? I don't know. I think it boils down to training. Um, I think she should have taken him, Allison, got up and taken him to the back instead of having that on grand display. In my opinion, but others may um, view differently. I Kids are managed from a very young age, and I think he's also acting out. True. He looks like a kid who is acting out based on something that's going on or he's not getting from his parents. So that's my my opinion on that because the other two seem relatively okay. <laughs> but the third one, man, he was he's wild. Code and he's code. Wild. Code and code okay. Yeah. He's the little rebel. Let's see. You know, he's, he's, um, and then uh, about pic the couple pictures. You know, everybody's right or everybody's wrong about it. For certain that everything you see is not real, and some are genuine and some are actually covering up a lot of stuff that's going on. Um, and before, when we in the days of Polaroid, I know that if we had to take a picture and somebody wasn't getting too long, taking too long to get dressed or go to the photographer, there was some yelling or reprimanding or something going on but that's natural and that's that that's life you know um i think it's always good to at least capture certain moments yeah i you know and i wish there were were we had videos more back in the day to capture people's voices as well oh yes i agree with that i can definitely agree with that number three let go of the little things I have an annoyingly steel trap of a memory that remembers everything and that anyone has ever said. So this is something I struggle with, with friends, partners, family, whoever. It causes problems. Just because you can remember every little time someone annoyed you or let you down doesn't mean you should You should. Hold it against them. Nobody is perfect. And this is not me per se, but it's me to some degree. This is the author who, who is saying this about herself. Yeah. If it's a chronic relationship problem or a really big screw up, it may be breakup worthy. But if it's the little stuff, then let it go. You'll feel more secure without a ghost of every disagreement you've ever had hanging over you. You know, it's funny that they would say this because I have seen on TikTok several um, reenactments of women <laughs> um, sitting down and saying, hmm, 
It's so peaceful. There's nothing to argue about. Ah, he did this two years ago. Let me get up and go deal with him where this is concerned. You know, so they the, the, the general consensus is that women tend to keep a diary of everything in their heads. And then at some crazy moment, we just pop it up and start talking about, I don't know how true that is. I really don't know. But we need to let go of the little things. You know, let us not let the little things fester and become big things, right? And then before you know it, you're like, was it really worth it? Did it really even make sense? Focus on the positive. Speaking of letting go, if you are in a good relationship, there's plenty of amazing stuff happening. That's the only reason you should be in a relationship. If you focus on what makes you feel in love, close, warm, sexy, all the good stuff, you're going to feel more secure. So let's try to not only focus on the positive, but create more positive experiences. And that takes effort. It takes work. It's not just going to fall out of the scan or lapse. We have to make a conscious effort to create a positive environment, a positive relationship, right? Talk as soon as you need to. I think we've said this in so many different ways before. Unspoken disagreements or worries are not just the worst. They're toxic. They'll slowly eat away and make you feel insecure about your relationship. And when you start feeling insecure about your relationship, you might start to feel scared or angry or strange or disappointed. And if you are having those feelings, please say it. Don't sit there with it. Say it right away. If you're able to, let me, let me put that in there because sometimes the opportune time is not always the present moment, right? Because we also have to be careful what we say because something once said cannot be taken back, right? It's already spoken. We can't take it away. The receiver already heard it, processed it. And the emotions have gone into the dryer and going around, woo, 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 right? So we have to be careful. Sometimes we can't always say it right away. But as soon as possible, as soon as you feel calm, level-headed, even-minded, go ahead and um, share your thoughts, right? If you air things out as soon as they happen and deal with it, it will keep you feeling strong about your relationship. What's the point of being in a relationship if you can't say how you feel, how certain things are affecting you? We, all, we can't just want to hear the good stuff, right, about ourselves or about our situation. We have to take the good with the bad and the bad with the good, right? But it's how we deliver the message. It's how we have that exchange, that dialogue. Being in a relationship doesn't mean you're going to disrespect each other. Respect, I think, still comes into play, right? Know when to take others' advice on board and when not to. Sometimes your friends give you tough truths and you need to listen to them, even if it's hard to hear. But sometimes people don't give great advice. 
Sometimes people worry about stupid things or things that just don't matter to you. Like that your partner doesn't make enough money, comes from a broken home, or they just aren't into their tastes. Know what to listen to and what to discard. If you take too much on, it's just going to make you feel insecure. Remember who is in the relationship, folks. Not you, your partner, and them. They're not the ones, you know, in the situation 24-7. They're seeing fragments, bits and pieces. And those bits and pieces are what they're using to make a general, um, what do you call it? What's the word? Oh my gosh, I went blank. They're going to criticize your situation based on the little fragments that they're seeing. Right? But also, be careful what you're saying to your family and friends about your relationship. Because, and I know we've said this before too, they will not be as forgiving as you are. They won't. And I think... Um, as long as we're not talking about physical abuse and verbal abuse and a situation that a very toxic situation you have no business being in, understand that couples have differences, right? It's normal. After all, you're two different people, right? Two different train of thoughts, two different ideologies, two different backgrounds, two different upbringings coming together. So, of course, you're going to have differences. You're going to see things from a different point of view. And you may not always agree. may never agree on some things. But your disagreements need to stay between you and your partner. A lot of times, we are taking up the phone and we're calling everybody else and filling them up with information that they really shouldn't be privy to. And then they're going to tell us what to do when a lot of times some of them don't even have a relationship. Some of them haven't even been successful at keeping a relationship. Some of them have never been in a relationship, but they're just telling you whatever they think. And then what happens is we're holding on to everything that they're saying versus trying to get a better understanding of our partner. And this goes to both men and women. And I hope I'm making sense. Careful what you allow to leak out of your relationship, especially when it comes to disagreements. Be very careful. Touch each other. Do not underestimate the power of physical touch. The Kinsey Institute found 90% of couples thought Touching was very or extremely important in building intimacy, and with good reason. Not only does it have a host of health benefits, but it also has a grounding effect. Sometimes you need a physical manifestation of the emotional connection to feel secure. So go and get handsy. But here's the thing. Not all of us like the touchy-feely. Not all of us do. One person in the relationship might be, you know, all touchy-feely. The other person is like, oh my gosh, don't touch me unless we're being intimate. Or don't touch me unless I want you to touch me. It happens. 
doesn't mean anything yes. is. I I know. I remember so that. You, yeah, and it has it has to be a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember when you told us that. Yeah. So you have to understand your partner, and respect that about them. Give and take too in that situation. If your partner is the touchy feely type. You know, every now and again, go give them a touch or, you know, a hug, a kiss, hold their hand. And if you're not the touchy-feely, don't feel bad about it. Don't. It's who you are, right? That's why they have different love languages, all right? Anybody wants to say anything before we take a quick music break? Or we can just go to the music break and come back. I think the love languages thing is a big deal. Because um, my one of my sister friends made this analogy that, you know, you have somebody who likes rice and peas or likes uh, jerk chicken. And if that's what they want, that's what they want. You can bring them a nice sandwich and you could bring them some fruit or something. And that would be nice. But if what they want is what they want, that's what they want. And that's their love language. So... You might give them a gift because it's nice and they should appreciate it. But if they need that their way of receiving love or feeling that connection through a touch, they're going to need that. And I think eventually they're going to go where they can receive it. Yeah, that is true. Love language. Wow. Do you know that they have um, this thing online, 5lovelanguages.com, um, the love language quiz? Interesting. We can take a look at that. Probably not today, but we can definitely take a look at that. As we, we I know we spoke about the love languages in season one, but we're definitely going to revisit it, of course. So we're going to take a quick music. The quiz is good. I'm sorry, Mom. No, 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 I was no, no, no. Say the quiz. I was going to say the quiz is good. I took it years ago for, for my show when I first started, and I was talking about it. The quiz is interesting because it does teach you about your specific love language if you don't understand what that is. Hmm. I would I would I would suggest anyone in a relationship take the quiz. All right, let me throw out this quick one. The apology language quiz. And then we're gonna go to break. Let me let me throw yeah, I have I have three minutes. Let me do this. It is more meaningful to me when I hear someone say, I deeply regret having embarrassed you like I did. Our friendship really is important to me. Will you please forgive me? Which one? Do we prefer here? Mm, mm. I, I, I think it depends. It depends on the situation. I don't. I don't think it applies to every apology or every situation yeah. that makes sense all right go ahead allison what was your response only heard two apology responses i didn't hear three but um if somebody's apologizing i'd rather they know what they're apologizing for um and by asking if i don't communicate that i'd rather they ask and um so that they can get, you know, I get when I did so and so it made you feel X and I apologize. So it's more like a mindful apology, something personal than a, you know, I don't know whatever I did, but, you know, I'll be the bigger person and 
that kind of foolishness apology, which is all their ego. All right. So let me read it again and see which one I would prefer to hear. I deeply regret having embarrassed you like I did. Or our friendship really is important to me. Will you please forgive me? Number I think two. it's a both. Number one. Number two. I think it's a both. Self-centering. All right, hold on one second, Rosola. Could you say it again, Sonette, please? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I did. I misspoke. Um, so number one, I prefer to number two. Number two is centering themselves. It is not about oh. you. You're apologizing to me. You're centering yourself immediately. You care about our friendship. Oh. Apologize for what you did wrong. So number one is is my first choice. Is my choice. Okay, so I'm going to let us get back to it when we get back for the week. No, I'm so interested now. <laughs> We're going to take a quick music break. Here is Imagine Dragons with Next to Me. This is another beautiful song. I absolutely love it. Just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments With Me, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sonette Rose Solo and Marlon. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on Internet Radio and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We are here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. 
was Imagine Dragons with Next to Me. And I, not, not yet, Rick Astley, be quiet. Sit yourself down somewhere. No, not ready for you yet. <laughs> Before the um, break, we were discussing the questions. How do you secure, or well, we asked the questions, I should say. How do you secure your relationship? And how do you keep the fire burning? And we started off by answering the question, how do you secure your relationship? And of course, a relationship cannot really be secured, but you can do certain things to feel more secure in your relationship. And we made the following recommendation. Stop comparing yourself to other couples. Stop comparing yourself to social media. Let go of the little things. Focus on the positive. Talk as soon as you need to. Know when to take others' advice on board and when not to, and touch each other. And now for some more suggestions, courtesy of InspiringTips.com. And um, I, yes, I did pin the link on Clubhouse. And that one comes to us from InspiringTips.com. Ways to protect your relationship and make it last. One, so here are their recommendations. Stay open to each other. You may have heard this a thousand times, but open communication is the foundation of a healthy relationship. You got problems with how your partner is treating you? Let him or her know about it. Do you admire someone in the office? Still, tell your partner about it. If you make it your habit to be open to each other, you can face any potential problems head on. I'll add this. If you start your relationship with a lie, you're starting on the wrong foot. The foundation of a lie can the, the foundation of a relationship cannot be built out of lies. It can't. It's not gonna work. Because then it's one lie on top of another on top of another, and you have to keep doing that. Eventually it's going to crumble. Be honest about your expectations. Many people go into relationships because of financial security, pretending they really care about the person when they don't. All they care about is what the person can do for them. Don't do that. A lot of people go into a relationship just because they want to have children. They don't want the person. The man doesn't want the woman. The woman doesn't want the man. They just want the offspring. Don't do that. 
some people going to a relationship just because they are able to say to their friends and family, I have a man or I have a woman, but are not truly happy because that's not what they want. Don't do that. Those are just a few examples. Be honest about what it is that you want, what is it that you need, what is it that you expect in a relationship. Because the worst thing I feel you can do to someone is trap them. You listen to what they have to say, and then you try to fill that gap because of your personal agenda. And this goes to both men and women, okay? It's not a one-sided thing. It happens on both sides of the fence, and we need to stop that. Be honest. That's the best way to be in any relationship. If you weren't honest before in a relationship, in your previous relationship, and you're looking to get into another relationship, make a concerted effort that you're going to change that. Don't take the same baggage into the other one, the same bad behaviors into the other one, right? Stay on. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Marlon. Go right ahead. I understand what you're saying, but <laughs> when you've been lying for so long, you know, to whoever you're talking to, it's very hard for someone to come and start telling the truth. I know they have to work on it, but when you've been lying all your life to, you know, to someone else, it's very hard for someone to come and say, hey, this is so-and-so and so-and-so, you know, start telling the truth right off the back. Majority of us who've been lying for a while, they're going to start off with a lie because that's all they know. And hopefully, eventually, they can, you know, turn it around later on if the, if this is the person they want to be with. But if you, I know it's wrong to start the relationship off with a lie. But if you, if you've been lying for so long, it's very hard for someone to just come around and start telling the truth. Just like you said earlier, if someone, um, if someone have a crush at work and they need to tell their, their 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 friend or their spouse or their boyfriend or girlfriend. It's hard for someone to come and accept that too. Because for someone to come in, you know what? Hey, um, I see this beautiful guy at work and you know, he's a gorgeous guy or, or beautiful eyes and nice butt and stuff, whatever. Majority of people don't want to hear that. Because a lot of us, you know, you know, a lot of different relationships relationships are different. But a lot of us don't want to hear somebody is talking about another person. Um, me personally, it doesn't bother me. But a lot of people, no. That's all I have to say. Thank you so much for the time. <laughs> Some people think it's disrespectful to come and tell them that you like somebody else. Quite frankly, I prefer to know. Because it means that I can trust the person I'm with. That's how I feel about it. If I'm with you and you come to me and say, oh, hey, so-and-so, this person in the office, they're very attractive or blah, blah, blah. I would prefer for to know. Because number one, we're not blind. And you, I think we spoke about soulmates in here quite a few times. And soulmates doesn't necessarily mean something 
one you're having an intimate relationship with. I think we've established that. We connect. We're spiritual beings. Our souls connect with other people. You know, in Jamaica, we say, my spirit can't take, my spirit take you, right? There's something about the person or persons that we affiliate with. There's something about them that causes us to be drawn to them, right? So it happens. I'm a woman. I'm in the workplace. You're telling me that the only people I'm going to connect with are other women, that no man in the workplace and I can have a good relationship, a good working relationship. I'd be kind of skeptical about that. If only people you come home and tell me about, if I were a man, the only people you come to tell me about are the other women in the office. You can't tell me about the other men in the office. So no men work there. You don't interact with any men at all. You don't talk to any men, nothing. I find that kind of weird. That's me. I don't know. I think it's the amount of time, you know, you're going to be, first of all, when we went into the office or when we spend time in the office, we spend more time in the office than we do in our relationships or with our significant other outside of a weekend. And then I prefer if my significant other would tell me we've had, I've had that kind of conversation before. I'm okay with it. And I actually like to point it out because if I see a good looking girl, I say, wow, that girl is really pretty. Um, and they can agree or disagree because I'm not blind either. Um, <laughs> so if somebody is going to pretend like they don't see, like I don't see color kind of thing, it is skeptical. And then two, you know, the spirit tech in me don't mean that just because spirit tech you is somebody that you're going to sow time with, you know. Um, because you also have to be mindful of your relationship. Yes. Anything you put your attention to, it's going to expand. It's going to grow. And if you're going to be doing that with somebody you have a crush on, even if it's somebody who is spirit takes to, I think that you need to manage that. Yeah. And, uh, to, to Marlon's point about an, an, uh, someone you can't trust or somebody who always lies. I One thing I do believe is that we're here to learn our lessons, right? And sometimes people change or they transform certain things about them when they get the impact of their lies. And that impact might be somebody leaving you because you lied. And so you won't do it again. But I can't see somebody who's a chronic liar just deciding I'm going to tell the truth now, like what's their why. Mm. And so ever I, yeah, I'm not trusting that. Cause I, I don't know what to question. I don't know what's true. Am I going to like hunt everything down? I wouldn't have no peace. I, I wouldn't have peace in that relationship. True. So no, <laughs> they get that with the next person. Yes. With the next one. <laughs> Stay honest. In line with being open to each other is being honest to your partner. Be honest even if it means hurting him or her. If you're not happy with how the current relationship is going, be honest still. If you have committed a mistake, be responsible enough to tell your partner about it. It would not be easy, but at the end of the day, your partner would still appreciate your honesty. I'm all for the honesty. Let me know how it is. Medicine is never good to swallow, never tastes good going down, but at least I know the truth. Trust each other. 
Do you always open or even hack your partner's social media account because you're worried he or she is talking to someone else? That's one manifestation that you don't trust your partner. As a result, you will have endless petty fights, which will soon cause bigger problems. Although trust issues have their own story, trusting your partner is a must. Remember that a relationship is built on trust and a relationship built on trust is a kind of relationship that lasts. If you're with someone and you have never had any reason to doubt their um, faithfulness toward you, why would you go digging for things? Is it because you're doing it from a previous relationship? And if that's the case, stop. Because that baggage that you're bringing into this relationship, the other person's flaws and faults and short faults, flaws and shortcomings that you are now trying to project on this other person will ruin something beautiful. Because now you're starting to create things that don't even exist. Not all women cheat. Not all men cheat. You do have faithful women and you do have faithful men. No need to put a GPS tracker on your partner's vehicle. No need to be tracking them through their phones. Questioning their every move. Why did you stop at the supermarket? Why did you stop at this location? Who were you talking to? The, no, that's a whole job. That's the case. Go work for the work as a PI, private investigator. Careful what you go looking for. You just may find it. And when you find it, are you prepared to deal with what you have found? Stay faithful. For you to become someone who deserves to be trusted, you must be someone who is faithful. Be faithful because he or she is more than enough. Be faithful because there is one, only one, him or her in the world. Be faithful because it's the right thing to do. Be faithful because you cannot afford to hurt or lose him or her. And being faithful is not easy. It is not. It takes, here goes the word again, effort. Conscious effort. It takes work, dedication, commitment. Also remember the 80-20 rule. If the partner, if your partner has 80% of what you need, and that 20% is something you can tolerate, live with, definitely remember that. You don't discard the person because that 20% is lacking. You see how you can, and that 20% is what? Sometimes keeps a relationship going because two people can't be the same, right? No two people can be the same. Remember that, right? But be to the person what you want them to be to you. Stay open to changes. 
Change is inevitable while you grow as an individual, right? We're always evolving. What you liked yesterday, you may not like tomorrow. Your partner may not be the same person you met when the relationship started, and you need to accept that. Even you're going to change. Remember that you two still have a lot of experience and you explore in life. Don't be that someone that could hinder your partner's growth. Rather, be there for each other when those changes happen. So your partner gets up today and says, oh, I feel like traveling the world. But just the other day you said you're scared. Well, I'm ready now. I was scared then. I'm ready to take it on. I'm ready to be bold. I want to go explore. I want to, you know, take cruises, go on the plane, go hiking. Okay. Embrace that about the person. Because sometimes the changes that people make, we don't know the emotional drive or how they had to... um taught themselves into making those changes or, you know, having a different outlook. So let us not take changes for granted. Stay open to changes. Change with each other. Grow with each other. Embrace the changes in each other. As long as they're good, not bad ones. The bad ones, you know, we want to try to navigate them away from. Stay intimate. Here we go again. Touch. Stay intimate with each other. Physical touch is a must in every relationship. It's one way to keep the fire burning. It's one way to express your affection to each other. So spend some time to discover each other more. Spend some time to appreciate each other more. Be a lot crazier about each other. Keep some level of intimacy because it's fun and sexy. And that's how your relationship should be. Discover new things about your partner. New places on one's body to touch see how they react do they laugh or do they squirm do they tingle with delight whose song is that i'm quoting somebody's song tingle with delight soon tell you yeah but you gotta make it fun and intimacy can be fun keep trying new things the relationship tends to get boring if you feel like you know each other so well already, every relationship goes through that phase, but it will only be a phase if you do something. Instead of following the same routine, why don't you try new things? Do something crazy together. Be spontaneous together. Laugh and get lost together. That's one of the beauties of being in a relationship. Have you ever just jumped in a vehicle and said, let's go for a drive? You have no clue where you're headed. Let's just go. But, but you know, um, it takes the right person to pull that out of you, too. Um, to just, for you just, just to be free and just want to just live, have fun. Um, it takes the right person to let you just open up. Because a lot of us don't know to open up to someone else because you don't want to be judged. So when you find that right person, you could just be yourself with. That is so, so enjoyable. 
because you don't have to worry about no judgment, but it takes the right person for for you to really open up. To, um, yeah, to feel relaxed and um, release your inhibitions. Um, I, so I just checked the chat real quick, and I, we have a comment here. If they are accusing you, it could be because they are guilty. And that's going back to a previous um, conversation. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Sula. It could be that they're guilty. People do that. We know our, you know, we're guilty of something and we're trying to project it onto somebody else. Yeah, it happens. I don't know why we do that. Not sure why we do that. You know, the reason why I said that too, because I know myself from a previous relationship. Stuff I'm doing now and the, the, you know, the fun I'm having now, I never did in my past relationship. So that's why I said it earlier. You have to find that one person yeah. who can make you just, just want to do stupid things. And, <laughs> and just, you know, as you say, just get up and say, no, let's go for a drive to the Keys. Just, you know, just be spontaneous sometimes. You know, just have fun. You have to have fun. Yeah. If you date someone or be with be in a relationship with someone you you have to have fun you have to if you don't if you can't have fun in your relationship you don't need to be in there you know because life is too short and you're sitting there sulking all day and getting miserable and both of you just can't agree on anything now nah, you need to have fun i agree marlon go right ahead javette marlon can i ask you a question Yes, birthday girl. <laughs> so you don't have to be as specific, but you found the right person now. Everything is working now. Is that because you saw like what you weren't doing? So you're trying your best in addition to finding the person that made you feel good? And you can be free and vulnerable with. Um, or she's just—I mean, we already know moments as a unicorn, so she just brought it out of you. <laughs> you know, we yeah. already know that, right? <laughs> I think she just pulled it out of me. Um, I was always, uh, um, how can I put it? Uh, she she pulled it out of me. She pulled it out of me. I was very skeptical my past relationship because I've tried things, you know, with her and always get shot down or say certain things and it just go way left. So when I met moments and um, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a tester. So I would say certain things to you. I would test you. I would ask you certain and see and get your get the reaction you give me. And the reaction you give me is where I'm going to say, okay, this is person I, I can I can roll with. So I test many other relationships and just never work. And moments just pull it out of me. Um, she just know the buttons to push. I don't know. So I'm here. That's, that's that fairy dust moment. That's that <laughs> unicorn. That's that unicorn dust. <laughs> Ooh, sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. <laughs> You know, but you just have to, you know, you just have to find that one. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say everyone, everybody's going to find that one, you know, but if you do, and you will know too, 
Because if you've been around the block a couple of times like me, you will know. <laughs> you will know when there's something is right for you. So, yeah. And Javid, let me say this. So, in meeting him, I didn't expect us to be here. This year will make 20 years that I've known him, right? October will make 20 years that I've known him. Um, I didn't, this is, was not what we signed up for. Not at all. Right. It was supposed to be. And yes, I've said it before. It was supposed to be a one night stand. And that was what it was supposed to be. And keep it moving. But that didn't happen. We became really good friends. I want to feel that he let his guard down sooner than I did. I was very skeptical too. I was. I wasn't sure. You know, I wasn't really sure where it was going. There was a period too where I was fighting. Like, no, 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 no. This is not going to work. And I was saying everything in my head. It's not going to work out. We're not supposed to be together. Everything. And part of that was due to when you listen to other people talk right and because we were both in other situations and the rule of society is that no that's a huge no no you two coming together is a no no it's against moral values and th the whole thing right was just a big x so when you hear people talking you're like oh my gosh and then you start fighting. And that is why it's so important sometimes to leave people out of your relationships. Now, am I saying to anybody, go do it the way we did it? No, because you may not be so lucky. You may not be so fortunate. But at the same time, don't condemn other people for how their relationships start. Don't do it. And I was allowing the judgment of others to suppress my feelings. And I hope I'm making sense. Yeah. So, um, and he was the one too who would say to me, stop worrying about people. Stop worrying about what people are saying. Who cares? We're happy together. Who cares what other people think? And who cares that we're not doing things in the order that society says they should be done in whose business is it it's working for us so why are you worried about other people yeah he had that conversation with me several times thank thank you guys for sharing i i think it's important for people to hear and um you guys have found the recipe to make it work you know and i'm sure it's not always i always thought relationships if it wasn't always smiling then it wasn't good but i'm learning that you have to adapt and adjust and it's not going to always be as i thought love was puppies balloons rainbows you know right. <laughs> yeah. but i'm learning that yeah i had to learn that too javette because you know what? We are given this fairy tale idea. And I think it stems from our childhood. Made to believe that, you know, 
you're going to meet someone and it's just going to be um, stars twinkling all the time. No, 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 no. Life bitch slaps you in the face real hard, right? And you wake up and you realize that there are challenges and those challenges are there to make you stronger, right? Surprise each other. Aside from trying new things, make sure that you still get to surprise your partner every now and then. Make your partner feel like you're still waiting to finally get his or her yes. Make him or her feel special in your own simple and creative ways. It surely is one of the ways to make him or her long for you even more. Little things. Doesn't have to be anything grand. Little, little things. Yeah. Stay beautiful. Don't just stay beautiful for your partner. Stay beautiful for yourself. Remember, whatever you do in life, you got to do for yourself first because self-love is important, right? Let's not forget that. We can't be busy loving others and not loving ourselves. We can't be busy fixing up everybody else and not fixing up ourselves. We can't be telling everybody else to be confident and be bold and be brave and feel good about yourself, but we're not doing it for ourselves. We can't be telling people to be comfortable in their own skin, yet we are critiquing ourselves to death. Be empowered and your beauty oh. will radiate from within effortlessly your partner will be head over heels before you go right ahead, Marlon. No, I was just going to say, a lot of people struggle with that too. Yeah. They can tell you what to do about your relationship or yourself or how to, how to look beautiful, but they struggle with themselves. They struggle to put themselves together. You know, and a lot of times I, I used to ask and I wonder why it's like that. Is it is just in the mind where you always look at yourself as not beautiful, or because it's so easy for you to look at someone and say, "Hey, you put this on, you look, you look amazing," or so and so, but you just don't see yourself like that. And always, that's something I struggle with, just to try to understand why a lot of us think like that, where we can tell somebody to do, do something, but we can't do it for ourselves. You know, and I always, I'm always want to understand the other side. You know, but I wait to find somebody else who can explain that to me. <laughs> um, I don't know how many times have I said to you, and yes, folks, we're putting our business on Front Street again. How many times have I said to you, Marlon, that I don't know what you see, but I don't see what you see. How many times have I said that to you? Many a times. You know, many a times. And I tell you, you know, right off the bat, <laughs> I don't know what you look, I don't, I don't know what Mary you're looking into <laughs> or who is, who is who is telling you something else, but it ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> you, look <perfect. laughs> you look good to me. So. <laughs> and I was just saying, but yeah, you've, you've said it many a times. Yeah. I don't know why I know I struggle with certain things. I, when I look in the mirror, I don't really see what other people see. And I'm not being um, 
funny now. I'm being very serious about that. Right? So we all have our little insecurities. But it feels a good feeling when someone can love you past your insecurities. Right? Yeah. It's a good feeling. But um, allow each other to be free. Relationships get toxic if one tends to be more controlling. Your partner might be giving you that right to set some boundaries, but don't make him or her feel stifled. Yes, it's sweet to call him or her yours, but remember, you don't own the person. You know, I usually say this a lot. Nobody owns anybody. And people look at me like, well, no, girl, that's my man. No, uh, 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 you don't own that person. Well, here we go. A psychologist is saying it. You don't own the person. Respect their freedom. Respect your partner's freedom. Allow your partner to keep discovering themselves. Allow each other to still do the things you want while staying committed in the relationship. Your individuals. Stop trying to have the other person be who you want them to be. They're not a project. Operation makeover. No. We want our partner to be exactly who we want them to be, but we are not willing to be who our partner would like us to be. We're not willing to change. So if we're the ones who are controlling, we need to check ourselves. If you're with someone who is controlling you, they need to check themselves and you need to check them. You are not their property. You don't own anybody and nobody owns you. You have a right to your voice, your feelings, your freedom. Do not let anyone disrespect you by taking away your freedom and your voice and stifling and controlling you. Don't allow it to happen to you because you want to have a partner. You may not be lonely, but you're definitely alone. You may not be alone, but you're definitely lonely. Think about that for a second. Don't forget your personal space and time. Spending quality time with your partner is a must to make the relationship grow. But spending some time for yourself is always a must. Some people are around each other so much. It's annoying. <laughs> I'm sorry. Some people need a break from each other. And when I say a break, I don't mean uh, a long time apart. I just mean go in separate rooms. Go, go, go hang out with your friends for a day and then come back home. Some people are around each other so much that the toxicity rubs off on each other. They start, they start looking like each other. <laughs> no, that's not necessarily a bad thing, looking <laughs> like each other. But they, they, they have absorbed their partner's toxic ways. Some people have no longer have a train of thought of their own. Everything they say is what their partner says. Everything they do is what their partner does. 
They don't even know who they are anymore. They're not allowing themselves to grow and evolve and change and discover. Rediscover yourselves. It's okay. What you liked at 20, you're not going to like at 40, not necessarily. How are you going to know if you now like painting, if you've never gone out and tried? Oh, babes, I'm going to go painting. What you going painting for? I'm going to go try. Why you want to try that now? That's not healthy. You should be with someone who says, sure, babes, go. You want to come? No, not me, but you going ahead. Let me know how it goes. You don't have to be everywhere 24 hours a day together. Stifling, quite frankly. Right? Even if you're home, I remember during the, 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 the beginning of the pandemic when everybody's under lockdown, we wouldn't be in the house, yes, but sometimes I'm either out back to the side of the house or... You know, one is upstairs, one is downstairs, just in different spaces. You can have your personal space and time in the confines of your home. You don't necessarily have to go out. Allow your partner to sit and watch TV. Allow your partner to do gardening. Allow your partner to do whatever makes them happy. If it's reading a book, let them curl up and read that book. Or let them sit in the chair and read that book. Whatever it is, have a glass of wine. Let your partner have their personal space and time. I think it's a problem for a lot of women to see their boyfriend, husband, friend just just relaxing. Yeah. I don't yeah. think a lot of us want to see just... I only can speak for myself. I know sometimes moments don't want to see me relax. She's always... <laughs> She's up there watching TV and she just annoyed the hell out of me. <laughs> That's my job. I'll be in the bed laying down and she's making it the bed while I'm in the bed. You know. Sometimes I have to look at her like, just let me chill. You know, it's like <laughs> you just don't know how. To That's chill. my job to annoy you, right? You know? Marlon, she just <laughs> told me that yesterday. She just told me that yesterday that she makes the bed when you're in the bed. And I, I just <laughs> moments. That's just. that frackinackle moment. <laughs> that is that frackinackle. Okay. <laughs> we were just talking about this, Javette. How how we're just What's wrong with us. We have a compulsive disorder, the both of us. And she does make the bed when he's in it. She just said it to me. I'm sorry, Marlon. <laughs> wow. I do. I really do. Marlon, you have to lock the bedroom door. Don't let her in when you're resting. Oh, man. I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I do? You know the other thing I do, Javette? You know when you have your, your baby and your baby is lying next to you and you're trying to sleep and they come and they're up in your face <laughs> and then they take their finger and open your eye to sleep. Oh, Lord. <laughs> You do that? I do that. <laughs> why? The life. Why? Explain to me why. I hope you can hear my mic right now. I can hear you. I don't know. It's the crazy in me. <laughs> I will do that. Or... My daughter did that when she was three. 
annoy the crap out of him sometimes. Marlon, what do you do when she does that? Trust me, I don't want to kick her out there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. He pays me no mind. He pays oh, me that's no hilarious. mind. You, you two are precious. You just, I, I, I just love the... <laughs> I have. I love how you two have evolved. I love it. I was there from the very beginning, yeah, and you, you two are. are just the most hilarious, loving, just perfect couple. I just love the both of you. I think it's great. I, I do because he should kick you off the bed every <laughs> once in a while. Sorry, I love you guys. But Rosola, you know when our kids do it to us, we don't kick them away. So yes, I guess that's we... where Marlon is living, right? <laughs> he's just pretending he's somewhere else. Birthday girl, she she is nowhere near the size of a three year old. <laughs> eyes like that. She's just miserable. <laughs> miserable. He said oh, because it because she can't sleep. Because she can't sleep, but she won't wake him up. And that, you know, it. but you know what, Rosola? My father was an early riser too. Yes, and you are. And it's if, really annoying. Yeah, if he's up, <laughs> everybody's supposed to be up. Nobody's supposed yes, that's to sleep. True. And that's he, true. He would come stomping through the house. Yeah. yeah. He, I remember when we'd be on vacation and we we're here in Miami. Yes. And now, yes, as I don't care what anybody want to say, up into my forties, um, well, late forties, no, not late forties, into my forties, I should say. As long as my parents are in Miami and I by them, I'm sleeping in their room, right? I, there's a <laughs> sofa in their room, and I sleep on the sofa in their room. Marlon sleeps in the other room the kids wherever that's just how i've always been so my dad would wake up early right when my mom is on vacation don't talk to her don't touch her nothing let her get up on her own and my dad would come shell shell yeah wait come here <laughs> every single morning so I guess it, you know, it's a it's a sickness. I, I can't help it, Marlon. Sorry, you have that to live with for the rest of your life. Next week on Days After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> As the world turns. <laughs> yeah. Mental health with moments. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, if you can survive me, you can survive anything. Trust me. But um, take time to listen. To yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I think she wanted to say something. Oh, I'm like so sorry. Go ahead, Allison. Okay. All right. I would... Allison, whenever you're ready, let me know. Okay, she's probably not able to speak right now. So take time to listen to each other. Sometimes people underestimate the power of listening. Truth is, it's one secret to keep the foundation of the relationship solid. Listen before you get mad. Listen before you throw out those hurtful words. Listen before you become irrational. Listen because you're the very first person he or she would want you to listen to him or her. Listen, not hear. Listen. Big difference. And respect each other, please. Most of all, respect your partner. That's a golden rule. Respect his or her decisions. Respect his or her principles in life. Respect his or her family. Respect him or her as your partner. Respect him or her as a person. Indeed, committing to a relationship is not just a matter of liking or loving each other. 
it takes courage and character to protect the relationship and make it last. You're one lucky person to have found the person you can call your partner. So you might as well do everything you can to show how much you want that person to be a part of and to stay in your life. I hope what we just spoke about will help. You know, um, remember, you cannot secure a relationship, but there are ways to go about feeling secure in your relationship. We're going to take a quick music break, and when we get back, we're going to continue the conversation with how to keep the fire burning. Here is Rick Astley with Never Gonna Give You Up. Just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sanat Rosolo and Marlon. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on Internet Radio and the clubhouse replays are on please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no judgment zone we're here to engage in adult conversations share experiences and learn from each other
That was Rick Astley, never gonna give you up. Tonight we're discussing the questions, how do you secure your relationship and how do you keep the fire burning? Before the break, we spoke about steps we can take toward feeling more secure in our relationships. Now we're going to address the question of how to keep the fire burning. So, psychologytoday.com makes seven recommendations to keep the flame alive in your relationship. Relationships are works in progress. Hopefully that doesn't surprise you. Of course, it's understood that partners should know each other really well before they settle down together, but it should never stop there. People in an intimate, long-term relationship need to work on the relationship on an ongoing basis in order to accommodate the myriad changes that occur during the course of a lifetime. There are so many expected changes within within a normal average life. There are often unexpected changes as well. Establishing routines helps us to get through the days, weeks, and years. Routines help us to streamline the way we organize life and as the core of our existence, help us live life in an efficient, predictable way. So much for practicality. What about the spice of life, though? Along with doing what is required and obligatory to get by and get along, we need to remember to cultivate special times and moments. And this applies especially to our most intimate relationship. Life goes on day by day. Of course, we love our partner and we're sure they know it. But so often we get caught up in the daily things we need to do, especially when there are other people in our lives who need our attention, children especially, parents, siblings, etc. That we forget to take the time to create special moments, to make intimate time for those we care about most it's essential to find ways to spark the life or to create a spark i should say to constantly remember what brought you together in the first place these special moments are and will remain the core of your relationship moving forward in time keep growing together folks make memories together surprise one another Express gratitude often. Here we go again. Touch each other. It keeps coming up, right? Try something new together. Unplug. Unplugging is so important. When was the last time both you and your partner decided to put away the laptop, shut down the desktop, put the tablets away, put the phones away, and just have, not not only when you're going to bed, all right, because even when we're going to bed, we have our phones in the bed with us until we start feeling sleepy. But when have we, when was the last time we've decided to do that? Just shut off, shut down, and focus on each other. If you haven't done it recently, make time to do it. Because we can be so absorbed with what's going on out there that we lose each other to social media. We're still together. But we're losing each other to TikTok, losing each other to Instagram, losing each other to Facebook, losing each other to Clubhouse, losing each other to the the various platforms that are out there, losing each other to TV. Make time for each other. It's important. 
important. It is so important. I cannot stress that enough. The bottom line is to never take your partner or your relationship for granted. Although you may not feel the rush of love and excitement you once felt when you first met your partner and began dating, it's important to find ways to keep the flame alive. And in those cases where the flame has died down or been extinguished, it's essential to find ways to reignite the spark and carefully tend the fire. And I hope we've all noticed that I'm saying we, because I'm not going to exclude myself from any of this, but I hope we've noticed that the key to keep the fire burning is to focusing on each other. It's as simple as that. It's no big mystery. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out for us. Let's go back to what brought us together in the first place. What was it that we found attractive in each other? Sometimes we have to go back there and remind ourselves and, you know, start over again every now and again. It's not like you're living in the past, but sometimes every now and again you have to look back in the rear view mirror. Why do you think a vehicle has a rear view mirror? Versus having the big windshield in front of you. The windshield you look through to keep going, right? But that little windscreen, what do you call it? Yeah, am I, is that the right name? I hope I said it right. Rear view mirror, sorry. You look in that every now and again to, now and again to glance behind you to see what's coming after you. And to also see what you've left behind. You know, make time for each other. Tend to the fire within your relationship. And I'll say this, whatever you did to get the man or to get the woman, you better keep doing it to keep them too. Don't let your partner get bored with you. Right? We're going to be right back within a days after the break. Here is... This will be an everlasting love, Natalie Cole. Just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you are on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club. 
Follow the moderators, follow each other and to make meaningful connections. Thank you so much for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sanat Rosolo and Marlon. Just a quick PSA, the show is being streamed live on Internet Radio and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. Rosolo, how are you? You ready? I think we can squeeze in. I am doing in, well. I think we can squeeze in one. Um, one. I know you have two letters there, but I think we can only squeeze one in. So whenever you're ready, in a day, no problem with Rosolo and Marlon. Squeeze in, squeeze in the shortest one. Squeeze it in. You're like, okay, man, squeeze it in. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Y'all are so rude. <laughs> so this letter, Marlon, are you ready? Moments, can you turn down the music a sure, little bit? For sure, thank you, thank Let you. me turn it right um, down for you. Okay, go right ahead. <laughs> thank you. I, okay, so Marlon, are you ready? A friend's husband is on Tinder. Hmm, I'm single okay. and on dating apps. While swiping through Tinder, I saw my friend's husband. I know without a doubt it was him. He and my friend met on Tinder three years ago and got married shortly after. So I think he would have deleted his profile by now. I was in shock when I saw it. And my first reaction was to share it with my friend. I accidentally swiped left on him because of my panic before I got a chance to share it or screenshot it. They're not in an open relationship. I'm torn about what to do now. Do I let my friend know what I saw having no proof or just keep my mouth shut while she, while she may be living with an unfaithful spouse? I just thought of the the song Drink My Water Drink Water. I see this friend may <laughs> I see this friend maybe once a month, but she and I were best friends in high school and I care for her deeply. I've never had a bad interaction with her husband, but now I'm suspicious of his character. I want to I want to hope he just never got around to deleting his profile, but 3 years is a long time for it to still exist. Signed concerned. Marlon, what say you? You know my profile is still on Tinder too, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I think I swiped left and saw it the other day, Marlon, but I wasn't sure. It was a younger version. <laughs> gosh. I don't, wow. Um, it's kind of tricky. If this is your friend, I mean, a lot I mean, of. I people... think she uses friend loosely. It's her friend and best friend from high school. She speaks to the person once a month. Once a month, I think she should just not say anything right now, and um, she could, uh, if she wants, she could create a fake profile and trying to see what the, what what the what is her husband. You say, yeah, it's a friend's husband. Friend's husband. Uh, if he's on tender. And I'm I'm giving I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt he didn't if he, he forgot to remove the delete the profile. And I think what the friend can do without telling her friend is create a profile and see if the if the husband hits. If the husband hit on her, 
and trying to find something else. That's so that, scandalous. <laughs> that <laughs> that <laughs> go to her friends say, hey, you know, I didn't want to say anything right now, but I set up a profile, so and so and so. Because you don't want to go say something to her. And, and and I'm wondering if she knows too, if the wife knows. I mean, because to your point, it could be that that his profile, you know, he just forgot to delete it. But why can't she just message the, the husband and say, you know, isn't it about time for you to delete this? I mean, don't you hit him up, say something yeah. to him. I agree. Say something to the husband and 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 get his reaction too. He's probably yeah. going to buy her business, but um, but my thing is too. Does the wife know? Yeah. Does the wife know his um his profile? Is does she have a? Does she still have her profile? Because they met on Tinder. They met on Tinder as well. So, uh, that's but tricky. I, me, me personally, um, I mind my business. I, I was about to say that. this is my response. Yeah, my, my this is this is my response. Um, drink water, my my this business. Is my oh, I thought you were gonna play the song. Me? A. Facts. There you go. That answers that. But I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think because I've been, you know, on these um, dating app streets uh, lately, the apps, I think they have their, they, you can tell when the person was last active. So you should be able to tell when the person was last active to see if he, you know, he was recently on the app or if, you know, he hasn't used it for three years. Mm-hmm. Facts. You should be able to tell. You should be able to tell. But either way, again, back to what you just said. Moments we will on this side of town. We're drinking water and minding our business. Yeah, because yeah. I, me personally, um, I wouldn't say anything to my my friend because the truth is, I don't know what's going on behind closed you doors. Don't. What if he's not truly happy in his relationship and he's trying to see what else is out there and then make a move? I don't know. What um, if he just forgot to delete the app? And what if he just forgot to delete the app? What if but, they're looking for a third person? What if they're looking for a third person? You know, um, yeah, it's possibly a third person that's trying to get in there. But if he's mm -hmm. if he's gonna keep the profile, hoping that somebody else would will hit on him, I don't think he should keep his wife hostage. No, he should. Yeah, in yeah, it, I agree. If if you, if you don't want to be with someone, you don't keep them hostage because you're wasting time and you're wasting her time as well. So if he's looking for someone else, he needs to just let her go, let her know, and they go their separate ways. Don't you know, you never hold on to someone just just because you want some, you know, stuff. You Seat know. fillers. <laughs> yeah, you don't need that. So that's that that's me. Yeah. Do you think we can squeeze in the second letter, um, Rosola? You have time? We can try. Let's try. Let's oh, try. So okay. cheating for love. Let's see. I can't hear you. We lost you there. You lost me? Can yeah, you okay. hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, perfect. Okay, so this next is cheating for love. <laughs> I have been with Sam for almost a year now. Almost the whole time we have been together, I have been unfaithful to him, mainly with the father of my child, who I left for being unfaithful to me. Um, 
quite a conundrum. Yeah. So she she left the father of her child for being unfaithful, but now she's being unfaithful with him with a, to her current husband, person. Okay. That's already keep, the keep, first. Keep going. The first paragraph is already. I began my relationship with Sam, knowing that I wasn't over my ex. I thought time would heal, and eventually I would love Sam just as much. Sam loves me so much. There's no doubt about it. He treats me well, respects my wishes, and pleases me in the bedroom. So I'm not, I'm not cheating for sex. I'm cheating for love. Should I tell Sam the truth and break his heart? Should I not tell him to save his heart? Should I be true to my own heart and go back with my ex? Signed, Cheater. Marlon. Help cheat out. <laughs> well, I tell you, I, I tell you, something wrong. Can I help cheat out? Because I cheat. No. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can you be serious for one second, Marlon? Marlon, Marlon, be serious. Cheating has an issue. Yeah, but so she, so she left her, uh, her, her boyfriend to to do the husband now, and then she's cheating with the boyfriend now. So who, yeah, she, so she, who cheated on yeah. her? Yeah, who cheated on her? She's went back with the ex. Wow, that's a whole bunch of chaos. I think she should let her uh, who she's with now. She needs to go be where her heart telling her to be with and leave the other one alone. If she want to go back with her ex, she needs to go back there for whatever reason. There's something there holding her. It as she said it's sex, right? Is it a sex was holding no. her? No. Well, no, no, no. She oh, just, she just loved the ex. She's in love with the ex. She's, she's she, I think she's in love with the ex, and she doesn't want to break the current person's heart. You need to just break his heart and go with it. Break baby. it and get over with. Yeah, get over with. Just. He, it sounds like he deserves better to me. She's not exactly. Yeah, she's not the girl for Sam. Sam sounds like he's a good man, and um, she has a good man because th- she. He he respects her, treats her well, wow. um, respects her, wishes, her in the pleases bedroom. her in the bedroom. What, what the, what's wrong with you, what girl? You, want? you know just... what? You don't deserve that, man. Break his heart. Go back to your ex, where you and your ex deserve each other. And because you're it's both cheaters, and fix Sam's heart. And, and... <laughs> yeah, Peter doesn't love herself first of all, and she's proud with Sam because Sam is helping raise this man. Child. That woman is not self-loving at all. Facts. That's facts. Facts. That's facts. facts, facts. Allison. Facts. I'll say something too. What did you say, Marlon? Yeah. What was that, Marlon? Oh, sorry. I think Orange wanted to say something. Oh, okay. Go oh, oh, right ahead, Orange. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, oh, what the hell was? <laughs> what the heck is that? <laughs> That's a whole lot of mess right there. Oh, it's nowadays, very, very confusing. She needs to stay with the ones that's helping her pay the bills. So, I mean, mm. I don't know. That's me. She, she, yeah, because... The, <laughs> but the ex is an ex for a reason because she's going to end up with the ex, be miserable because he's going to cheat on her again. Well, you know what? People change. Didn't we just say that earlier? People well, change. We did, but I mean, the, right now she's cheating on the, this good man to be yeah. with the ex someone who didn't show her any loyalty he, t- he cheated on her so for me it's just what is the ex's piece and part in this what are you doing yeah. because you know you really this is you're gonna make this girl cheat now she's confused she's gonna break someone's heart she's gonna come back to you 
and you're going to cheat again. And then her heart's going to get broken. It's a cycle that we keep on. The, the, the to Allison's selfish. point, love yourself first. Yeah, the ex is selfish. He's unavailable. She's unavailable. He probably likes it this way because she can't yes. on honesty, a commitment, or anything. So he's getting the best of both worlds. No, he doesn't want her back. He doesn't respect her either. Facts. So no. Yeah. That's confusion. Yeah, you know, if yes, I for a husband to go with as Allison just said, if if he leave her husband to go with him, he's gonna run. He's not gonna be with her no more. Facts. Oh, because and she right, she he love what he's getting right now. Wow. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, but I, I think think I think she should let him know so it said so they could um I know you're gonna probably go over to the other ep the other day or after after show yeah 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 okay. Go ahead. <laughs> thank you marlon <laughs> here's shania twain you're still the one when i first saw you i saw love and the first time you touched me i felt love and after all this time you're still the one I love. Mm, yeah. Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. We might have took the long way. We knew we'd get there someday. They said, I bet they'll never make it. But just look at Holding on We're still together Still going strong Still You're still the one I run to The one that I belong to You're still the one I want For Thank you everyone for coming to Days After Dark on Clubhouse. It was certainly a pleasure. This would not be possible without each of you. Of course, a huge thank you to the co-hosts, Annette, Rosolo, and Marlon for joining me tonight. Tonight's episode of Days After Dark was streamed live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Download the Jano Radio app today, J-A-H-K-N-O Radio, available in the Apple Store for iOS and Android in the Google Play Store. This was a Moments With Me media production. Thank you to all our listeners around the world tuned in on QMZ Radio and JanoRadio.com. Have a good night or good morning or good day, depending on wherever in the world you are. Have a good night, everyone. Please get some rest and be safe. See you next week, Monday, for another episode in Days After Dark. We're just going to have Shania Twain close us out. For those of us in Clubhouse, please stay tuned for the after party.